This is a Glass Box Media Podcast. Welcome to another episode of My Worst Date. I'm Cassie. I'm Keegan. I'm Christina. Hi. And I have a real radio voice today. My voice is so low. It's yeah, so, mine is too. I think so it's because we um, spent we were a at, week talking to people. Yes, like yelling over, over music, music yeah. which I'm just like, why at networking events do they do that? Like, right. I know we're, we're trying to have like a loosey-goosey fun time. Mm-hmm. I get it. But I'm also like, the whole point of a network event is to talk to people. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I, what? I can't <laughs> hear you. Uh, sorry. And so you just end up screaming in people's faces. This is how COVID spread. Yeah. yeah. True. Yeah. Mm, pretty Ooh. much. <laughs> Hopefully not. Oh my goodness. But it was it was good. It was good to actually like feel normal again for a second. Yeah. Awesome. And to reconnect with some other podcasters as well. If we have any new listeners, hi. Hey there. Hey welcome. there. Welcome. <laughs> Bienvenue. We're happy to have you. Yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was fun. Actually, it was really fun. We are, you hear our exhaustion. I think we're exhausted. Yeah, yeah, truly, as truly. much as I'm an extrovert, I was telling Christina this on the way here today. I was like, as much as I'm an extrovert, it just reminds me of like, and it's been so long since we were doing like, um, since we've been doing stuff that like doing just three days straight or four days straight of like just interaction, talking to people, smiling. You know, yeah, just yeah. I mean, what so I was silly, what but. I was saying, and I told you guys is like, I am so used to being home all day. First of all, I'm not used to wearing clothes anymore, yes. like wearing real pants, like jeans. I'm like, oh my god, have they always been this restrictive, or like, what's going on? Girl, my feet were fucking throbbing. Yeah, I'm like, look, man, I am barefoot in like socks and sweatpants yep. every day of my life yep. within arm's reach of a bed at any <laughs> given time. Like I you never know when nap time's going to pop right, off. Right. hundred percent. And I'm like, I am so not used to like being out in the world for a full business day yeah. anymore. Yeah. Like I can't handle it. And not eat. I mean, like to that point, being home, you've been able to prepare your own food. You've been able to like, and so yeah, eating out every day, multiple times a day. Right? It was and I'm like, is this what lot. food costs now? Like, I, I feel like I'm yes. like, huh, like I have sticker shock. And I'm like, has literally everything about life. I'm like, has it always been this way? Uh, yeah, no, it's, uh. it's difficult just because it's been a few years. Uh, for me, you know, the, the resident introvert here, like you guys know that that was a lot, a lot. Yeah. Well, yeah. We had one day, like literally, Keegan and I were up by 5 a.m. so that we could yeah. be in the car on our way to Christina's house by 6 a.m. I mean, it was yeah. a full fucking day. Yeah. I mean, because we didn't get home from that day until like 11 p.m. So we were yeah. up at 5. Maybe later, home. right? That, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Oof. And I still took a bath that night. Got home at like 11. Got in the bathtub. I was like, I just need to wash this day away Away. off of me and it was a great day you know don't get me wrong it just got me thinking too about like oh are we jumping right back into the old world like apparently kind of really what it felt like being transported back to 2019 and i kind of have mixed feelings about it yeah i do too Yeah. yeah it had a lot of weird it was a weird vibe i will say there was part of me that was like oh 
I, okay, we're all right. I guess we're both feet in. Here we go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, it was a conference. Yeah. And I got this vibe the very first day that I was there. And it was confirmed for us later on uh, at the conference that there are a lot of men who, I don't know if they're married, but they sure are wearing wedding rings, mm-hmm. who are at this conference trying to pick up women oh, absolutely. Like left and right. As soon as they saw our badges that say, my, my worst day, day like, got, it in, got it in. Yeah. We heard some horrifying, horrifying stuff. I was yeah. uh, quite quite surprised that one guy that like was you like really thought it was funny. talking to us about his wife and like oh i'm glad i'm not dating again later we see him with fucking tinder on his phone but well, not swiping just, through tinder we didn't just see him with tinder on his phone he showed it to us and asked because we have a dating <laughs> podcast if we, if we, we could help him. With him i'm like sir you were just talking about your wife wow. right and also like Look, this man was your very standard oh, kind of like classic. He looked like a middle manager, right? Oh, and the the age, a total Kevin. The age, well, <laughs> the age setting on his Tinder, like the people that oh, he was showing yeah. me were literally like twenty years old. And again, we've talked age many, many times on this podcast. Like people mature at different rates. I there's a large age gap between me and my husband. Like it's I. It's not inherently bad. It's just there's something it about is when a you're type married. of man. It is when you're right. married. It, is it doesn't matter married. what the age group. <laughs> right. Well, also, oh. there is something about a type of man. Also, hashtag not all Kevins. <laughs> right. I'm like, oh, I know we have some Kevins who I listen, know, actually. I know. Uh, and they're he, like, wait a he's second. He's sweet. I do like uh, the Kevin that's our regular. So yes. not you. Not you. Specifically not you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but him, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And his name was not Kevin. No, no. it was not. I but, remember. No. Yes. No, but that makes Ugh. me think of that Twitter thread that got brought up recently that was like the worst lies oh, that yes. men have told. Yeah, like what's he what's he going to so, tell his wife when he goes home, you know? Right. I posted on our our Insta or I'm sorry, on our Facebook group and it was it was from a it was from a Twitter thread and the thread starts ladies, what is the worst lie you have heard come out of a man's mouth? Apparently men are very creative with their lives. The one that was part of this post said, found a bra in his suitcase. And he said, it's, <laughs> said it's his from when he was fat years back. He said he had saggy titties and kept it to remind him how far he'd come on his weight loss journey. Oh, honey, sweetie, baby. Bold. <laughs> wow. Also, there's so many other things. I think we were like laughing about it, but it's like. Okay, so maybe he likes to wear like women's right. lingerie. People, That's fine. And That's listen, that is a people. thing that a lot of <clears throat> yeah, not shaming that, that. That is a thing that a lot of men who have that kink, you know, they or I don't even know if you'd call it a kink, but that they feel ashamed about, right? And so maybe they do want to take it with them on a conference because it's the one time they can hang out in their hotel room in their their bronze panty that. set, right? I love, I love and, that. and just I love it be for you. themselves, right? Yeah. Maybe that's the case. However. <laughs> I think that if it was the case, he's like, I'm sorry, I'm cheating on you. Because he would probably, ra- I mean, you know what I'm saying? People are funny about like, I don't want to share my kink. But right? that is a creative lie. I mean, yes. that lie is. Oh, I've got, I've got bold. another one for okay. you. Okay. Here we go. Found a panty in his closet and he said it belonged to his late mother. Nope. And he smells it for no! good luck. No. I believed it. No. <laughs> oh, God damn. Oh, God damn. There are layers. 
There are oh, layers. No. Like an artichoke, my friends. Oh, no. Oh, oh my God. Like, to me, no. To me, that is so much worse than just admitting that you're cheating. Like, that is so, so much worse. You no. would rather tell Wait. another person that yes, you smell you your, your mom's oh. panties. Yes. Your, your late mom's. I can't. My brain is literally. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. God, gonna explode. And then she believed him. I honey. know, honey. Level of delusion. How hot was this man? Oh, oh no. no, that's always the question. Was like, mm, just oh my gosh, you're willing to believe some some lies? <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, okay. Here's here's another one. Um, he said he booked the hotel room because he needed the Wi-Fi. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, <laughs> uh, you yes. can't go to a Starbucks. Yes, that's that's. Uh, you can't because you couldn't use the lobby. <laughs> yeah, feels like the lobby is where pay for the hotel room. I needed the Wi-Fi. Honey. I needed the Wi-Fi. I will tell you right fucking now, as somebody who traveled all the time, if I was ever in a predicament where I was like, I need absolutely need emergency Wi-Fi, I would walk. I would go into any Hilton or wherever and just be like, Hey, can you give me the Wi-Fi password, the guest password for the lobby? Just yeah. walk in like yeah. you do not need to get a hotel room no. for that. I mean, and also again, go to a coffee shop. There are so many places to get free Wi-Fi. There yeah. is a Starbucks on every corner. Like you can't go My into man. a Starbucks if you need Wi-Fi. Like people go into these places all the time to do work. Mm. Find a local library, my dude. Here's oh. a fun convoluted one. Okay. My baby daddy told me the reason his ex knew he had Scooby-Doo boxers on the night he went out and didn't come home was... <gasps> He stopped at his sister's and uh-huh. changed underwear because they were small and his sister put them on because she thought they were cute. And his ex came over to his sister's later and his sister told the ex that the boxers were my baby's daddies. That's some convoluted oh, bullshit. No. And the comments on there are like, if you're a fucking sister, you've never put on your box. Never. never. No. As, as the only girl with, with three brothers, literally not Don't once touch ever me. and also <laughs> fucking gross <laughs> like ew would you absolutely, absolutely ew. not absolutely not. i don't care how fucking cute knew. their boxers are i hey, don't want to see them get them and a also fucking... it's an extra level of hell no like fresh uh, like he just took them off like still warm uh, yeah, no, boxers no, not a, no. a fucking chance I, like a why like why no. would you make up a lie that's that complicated? So convoluted. Like you couldn't just be like, oh, I, you know, maybe my pants slipped while I was at the pumping gas and she saw me at the gas station or any, like why? My ex-husband called me in the middle of the night and told me his car had broke down in front of a strip club. Swore he hadn't been there. I told him to just walk home. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Just you know what you know what it just broke down here right I don't know I don't yeah. know just right in front of oh that's too bad titties. good night <laughs> okay he texted to say he fainted at church blacked out and was rushed to the hospital tried calling and even went to the hospital he was supposed to be at wasn't picking up calls and nowhere to be found turned out he proposed to a girl <gasps> from his church that Saturday uh, uh, wait uh, wait uh, uh, uh what. What, uh, your boyfriend just disappears uh, and he's engaged to another woman. Uh, 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 I'm speechless. speechless. Yeah, Clearly, exactly. I, that's that's yeah, quite yeah. a lie. Again, all of these lies I feel like are like so, like they're too much. Like I feel like that's a dead giveaway whenever a lie is too complicated. Too where elaborate. It's just like, yeah, or just too well, ridiculous. It's, it's Occam's razor. I'm like, right. we go through day to day and it's like, 
simple shit happens 99.9% of the time. So the more complicated something is, I'm always a little sus. A little sus. Because I'm like, that's fucking bizarre. That's. Yeah. I mean, and to go back to go back to the boxers one as your sister, please leave me the fuck out of it. Also, yes. Leave me I, out of your lie. I, yeah, like, I don't want yeah. to. I'm not purchase. I don't want to be complicit in whatever is going on here Oof. at all. And again, like I don't know. Just no one you've been caught. Just no one you've been had. Like it, you just call it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh. Well, uh, how about this? He disappeared for three weeks during December. He came back after Christmas and said he went for second circumcision and calls were not allowed. Uh, where are you okay. at where calls are not allowed they're like you literally can't make any calls for three and, weeks and what no, is second sir, circumcision sir that's not how this works honey I, this none of no. it i'm like no. wait that's a, that on. is a that is an out of office procedure that is like you go in snippy snip they give you a little druggy drugs and you go homey home oh but you're not you're not allowed to to call someone for three weeks honey no, over just the stay gone. Like I'm just like oh, just stay three weeks gone over the holidays. You're with your family, sir. I know. I was Stop just saying that around. is giving me second family vibes oh. all day. Oh no! <laughs> like, oh yikes! It's not the freaking like 1800s anymore. Oh. You can't, you know, go over to the next town and just like there's your other family. start a new life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You're like ten miles away. It's just like an eternity. Oh. I, love, I love this. <laughs> I dated a guy for years before he broke up with me out of the blue, quote, because I was always sick and he didn't want any of his kids to have a poor constitution. I have seasonal allergies. (laughs) (laughs) Again, it's not 1885. Right? I don't know. You can get Zyrtec, my dude. Yeah. yeah. Like, gotta have a hearty woman. Right. You know, like childbearing hip. (laughs) Oh my god. <laughs> Found out later he was sleeping with my best friend. Oh, oh no. Oh. And all of our mutual friends knew about it. <gasps> oh, baby. Oh no. That's an awful oh, turn. I should have read that last terrible. part. I should have stuck with the allergies and let it go. Oh no. You know what? Actually, oh, that kind of reminds me of so one of the events that we went to with this conference uh was a party where <laughs> Paris Hilton was DJing. Oh my god. And <laughs> I thought like whenever I think about My fucking favorite. <laughs> so yeah, first of all, the thing that Christina is so delighted about is that I had read on the like itinerary that it was going to be DJ Paris Hilton. And I was like, I was like, Oh, is that like some, some new DJ in oh, Los Angeles? Going by Paris. Right. Like, they're going by Paris. Hilton. I fucking wish now. And then, and then someone was just like, yeah, Paris Hilton's going to be here. And I was like, wait, what? Oh, um, like the real Paris Hilton. Really? Yeah. yeah. Like that Paris Hilton. Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. Yes. yes. Paris Hilton. Yes. Is DJ. But I always think when I think about Paris Hilton, I always think about that reality show that she did, The Simple Life oh, with, with yeah. Nicole Richie. And I always think about that time where like um, it lives rent free in my brain. It was playing all week because of the Paris Hilton connection. And it's that scene where one of these like farmhand guys says something shitty to Paris Hilton. And Nicole Richie is like, I'm dead ass serious. If you call me dumb or her dumb one more time, I will beat your fucking ass. And they start laughing. And she's like, I don't think you understand. Like, I will take you down. I've done it before. Like, ah, and I'm just like, I love it because like, that's an example of a really good friend. Yes. Right. Okay. I think 
we should fuck Mary Kill. Oh shit. Oh. <laughs> really good friends. Like ride rider dies. Yeah. Mm. Well like, then I want to fuck Mary Friend. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. We should definitely do yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Well, I, I hope that I don't know that Nicole Richie and pick Paris friends, Hilton. people that no one knows. <laughs> no, that'd be really fun. I don't think that Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton um are actually ride or dies because like I don't think that Nicole Richie was invited to her wedding this last year. They they had a they had a falling out, but I think they're friends again. Oh, well good. That's what I'd heard. I don't know. I don't follow that. I it's what I heard. I'd seen it like in a blurb or something. Well, let's just do like yeah. celebrities who give us the vibe that the ride or dies. That seems like like, you know, like Like they would throw down for you. Yeah. Like they okay. they would have your back. Okay. Like at the end of the day, if you were in a farmhand situation, fuck around and find out. They would be all fuck around and find out. Right. Um, Aries energy. <laughs> Listen, I was. I think it's funnier if we do our actual friends. Like I'm just like I want to pick Vanessa. Nobody knows who we're we talking think, about. We think it's funnier. No. Our listeners do not think it's funnier. Who? Like I don't care who this person is. Uh, <laughs> Well then, yeah, I'm gonna go with Nicole Richie because I rode for her super hard after that. I was like, "That's a great friend." Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of like a girl's girl kind of girl. Um, I don't know why Blake Lively comes to mind. Nice, hmm. I think okay. so. She I, she just strikes me as like a down to earth girl's girl, like the kind that you want to run into in a women's bathroom, mm-hmm. and yeah. she would like a she'd have a tamp. For, for sure, sure. Yeah. she would have a yeah she keeps extra ones just in case yeah and she's probably the type of person who would give you two so yeah. like i know you're gonna need it later mm-hmm. and she's also gonna pump you up if you were in the stall crying she also oh, yeah. gives me the vibe that she'd be like honey are you okay and like and then oh she'd be yeah like, who the fuck uh, she would get like hyped up yeah she'd be like what the fuck yeah yeah you know? yeah you know we just did her last week so we can't do her again but it's exactly what we were talking about with jessica chastain yeah. where yeah. i'm like she gives me that like she is going to oh, go yeah. to bat for you. Yep. Energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go with Pink. Oh, oh okay. Good yeah. One. I mean, Pink will actually like. I feel like she will. Beat someone up for you. I feel like she will. <laughs> yeah. She's the. Yeah. I really do think she could take me. If I'm yeah. Honest. 100%. Yeah. Have you seen her doing she that aerial shit? Fucking yeah. shape, dude. Yeah. Yes. Dude, yeah. I, I want to be her friend specifically. So I'd be like, bitch, teach me how to work out. Honestly, Please. and I, I want to do you? I want to do all that aerial art stuff yes. that she does. Yeah. Oh my god, I saw a TikTok the other day that was so inspirational, was so amazing. It was like somebody that was like took a year of pole yes. classes. Yes, I saw the same one. I almost sent it, and I was like, "Look, why do we keep talking about it? And we need to it. get into pole dancing she was, classes." She was awful. The of first, course. the first one, but then one year later, she's like one year fucking perfect. I was like, that is also fucking her incredible. muscle tone was like <gasps> bananas. It, I was course. like, this yeah. looks like exactly what I want to do because that's what I need. I mean, Why we did that- not a pole in the spare bedroom right now. I know. Tegan. I mean, honestly, very unsafe because <laughs> I feel like I would do some kind of complicated maneuver and just <laughs> run drywall. Fall into- <laughs> <laughs> All of our sound equipment's in here. Like, I just... (laughs) Feels very unsafe. Uh, I also feel like I would need to have someone come in and install that pole Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've also seen the TikToks of people... Like, they, they, like, run, jump on their pole, and then it just collapses. (laughs) No. My downstairs neighbors are like, what was that? (laughs) I got an earthquake. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're FMKing Nicole Ritchie. Mm -hmm. Okay. And Pink. Pink. And Blake Lively. Okay. 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 I think I know what I'm going to do. All right. Go for it. I'm going to fuck Blake Lively. 
Okay. She's so hot. She yeah. is. Legs for days. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's got a super fun sense of humor. I love how funny she is. She's I like hilarious. how sarcastic she is. Yeah. And I will tell you, it's the only reason I can't marry her is because I feel like we might be too much alike. You're too sarcastic. There's, we are the, the two of us. Of yeah. Would just, we would actually implode in yeah, a sarcasm bubble. Yeah, I think you bubble. would actually end up accidentally hurting each other's feelings at one point because right. you're both so sarcastic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like, it's not all jokes all the time. I need you to be or serious. Is it? <laughs> you know, yeah. No, we yeah. would be, we would never be serious, this would be the problem. Right. Um, I am going to marry pink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. She's a ride or fucking die bitch. She is going to, she is got all that energy. Her voice, man. And I yeah. fucking love. Oh, Amazing. Love pink. Yeah. And she just seems like very nurturing and very like caring and very giving. Like you, you want to be her friend. You'd yeah. want like, you want that. And then I think I'm going to friend Nicole Richie. Cause I think that she would be a really fun friend. And also again, I think she'd be real ride or die. I think that yeah. she'd be, I was just, just think she seems like a fun person. Yeah, definitely. I think I know what I'm going to do. Okay. I am going to fuck pink mm. because you I just feel like, yeah. And she's flexible. Mm-hmm. She's strong and she's not going to make me feel too self-conscious at all. Like I, I feel oh, like she's going to make me feel really good about myself yeah. while we're having sex. Like I'm not going to feel like all like Ugh, about it later. Yeah. It's going to be really like just good. And then we'll, we're going to hang out later probably go down to the pool, get a mimosa, you know, and relax later in the day. Oh yeah. See, I got to go. Yeah. I can't, I don't, I don't want to see light of day afterwards. I do with pink. (laughs) I do with with some people, but I feel like she wouldn't make me feel embarrassed. Like, I feel like she would make me feel very like, Hey, that was cool. That was fun. Yeah. Let's get brunch. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to marry Nicole Richie. I just think that there's something about her energy that I really, really like. I can't put my finger on it. I think it's that she does feel fierce and funny and loyal, but she's also she's laid also, back. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. She's yeah, got yeah. casual energy. Yeah. She's got real kind of like chill energy. She's also funny. Like yeah. I think that she's genuinely funny. That's what made her work on Simple Life was that like she's got a real like natural humor about her that I really like. She's got a good sass. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm very attracted to that. And you guys would definitely that. be able to wear the same clothes. I think you guys are like exactly the same Oof. like height oh. <laughs> and everything. Like you guys would probably be like your wardrobe. Also, she has a fun wardrobe or mm-hmm. she used to. I haven't been up on her wardrobe lately, but she did that whole I what I tried to do that never worked for me, which was that like bohemian kind of chic thing. Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. That I was just like, like a lots of like big jackets you know (laughs) like fringe but also some sequins you know i loved her and i am gonna friend blake lively because i actually feel like friendship wise we're gonna connect like we're gonna click we're gonna have fun i want to go shopping with her like i feel like a shopping trip with blake lively she's gonna hype you up when you're in the dressing room Mm -hmm. when you come out and show her what you're wearing i i think that that's yeah that's what i'm gonna do yeah i i know what i'm gonna do i I'm going to marry Pink as well. I do feel like she has like a steady uh, energy. I feel like she is like ambitious, organized, uh, Mm -hmm. very driven individual. And I'm always really attracted to that. People with with drive. And I think, yeah, working out with her would be amazing. I just, I get the vibe that we would connect mesh the best out of the three. So I'm going to marry Pink. And then yeah, I gotta I gotta fuck Blake Lively. Mm. Yeah, yeah, she's so pretty. She's she is. Like she's amazingly beautiful. Amazingly pretty. Yeah, 
And like I said, so funny. I feel like we could just red wine and just zing back and forth. Yeah. And have like this amazing, incredible intellectual connection, which is always super hot. And then, yeah, I got to be friends with Nicole Richie. You know who she reminds me of a little bit? She reminds me of Amy. Our friend Amy. I know. Totally. That's what I was going to say. Is she yeah. totally reminds me of our, our friend Amy, who at this point, I feel like the listeners should know because I mean, we, we brought up her. our friend Amy like every other episode. <laughs> she's, our, she's like our, our uh, what's his face from the Beatles, like the uh, the fifth member. She's their George yeah, Martin. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And she did actually sit in on a recording one time. So yes. if you've listened to enough episodes, you might have heard her yes. <laughs> at one point. Oh my yeah. God. yeah, that was from the early days. Yeah, but yeah. She, but Amy definitely has that ride or die chick energy. It yeah. is very similar to Nicole Where Richie's it's energy. Like all yeah. good and all fun, but the very first time like a guy steps in or whatever or gets like gross or creepy, they're the ones immediately that yeah. like pop off. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I want you guys to know that we picked two virgos and a libra like literally boom 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 interesting who are the virgos and who's the libra so i love virgos and libras by the way i feel like pink's gotta have virgo yeah that feels virgo Virgo rising oh yeah i mean and virgo is pisces sister sign Mm -hmm. so so nicole richie is a virgo september 21st yep that tracks um we have blake lively's the libra huh pink is september 8th so she's also a virgo wait are they all three Virgos? Hold on. And then Blake Lively is August 25th. That's fucking Virgo. Oh, Virgos. Virgos. Oh, three oh, they're all Virgos. Virgos. Oh, Shit. wow. Look at that. Wow. All three Virgos. I, I love Virgos. There you I go. love That makes Virgos. so much sense. I've, I love all that. That energy, uh, right wow. right friend, Virgo. Yeah. I, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it makes total sense. I, I had to that's know. That's amazing. I don't think I've ever met a Virgo who I didn't click with. If I, that I knew was a Virgo. I mean, I'm sure that they exist, that they're out there. Uh, <laughs> but for me, yes. Oh, I love it. Splendid. Wow. see it. Love there you it. go. <sighs> People say astrology is bullshit. But, <laughs> but, but here we are disproving it we are. every week. Yeah. Every week. Every week, you guys. This is what you this is what you came for. This is what you tuned in for. Exactly. We know. We know for sure. <laughs> awesome. Well, you guys only take five and we'll come back with stories. Sounds yes. good. And we're back. Okay. So who is it? It's Cassie. My turn. Cassie. Yeah. I'm so thrown off. All right. My story is titled. How Quentin Tarantino ruined my relationship. Oh, <laughs> you know, honestly, that tracks. I feel like I mean, that's right. Mm, yeah, I it is. It. It's a long loop. <laughs> yeah, it's a long loop, and uh, I feel like Quentin may may actually have very little to do with this relationship's failure, but it is, it is something. <laughs> a long time ago, back in the before times, say 1996. Oh, way in the way, before times. The I way thought, before times. I thought yeah. we were talking about like January 2020. No, we're talking about no, no. Okay, before before times. Okay, I was a stupid 20-something goth girl that thought my value as a person was based on who I was dating. Oh. I was working as a dancer. She she writes read stripper. So the guys I had been dating tended to fall into two categories: guys that thought my job was awesome and that i'd fund their freeloading alcoholic lifestyle with all the money i was or wasn't making or guys that thought it meant i was a whore and they needed to save me oh neither made for good relationships obviously Uh, yeah no that's that's yeah awful in the midst of all this i had a crush on a guy named chris he was about as opposite to me as he could possibly get i was 
a perky goth, wore mostly black, listened to industrial and goth music, read Poppy Z, Bright and Anne Rice, and loved all things spooky, horror, Halloween-y, and bat-infested. Chris, on the other hand, was a blonde, bronze, built surfer dude who loved the Grateful Dead, dipped his toes into the socially acceptable amount of grunge music, <laughs> wore tie-dyed shirts and board shorts, hadn't deliberately cracked a book since fifth grade, and thought Jimmy Buffett and Budweiser were the pinnacle of human evolution. Oh, oh no. Look, not for me. <laughs> not that That's somebody's speed. It's not mine. You you're the the goth girl. You're like the far yes yes yes. Oh my god! I saw a TikTok that was like someone found their sister's yearbook from oh. 2010, and it was mm. if you guys <laughs> look I, <laughs> the side parts were like I know oh. where perky goths. I know where my freshman yearbook is from 2004, and we can flip through that thing if you want. Everyone had that exact same like like straight hot topic hair yeah. side bang that yep. was like a, a oh yeah yeah yeah. Far, just a far, real like extreme a hand sweep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was mm-hmm. over it, one eye, and it was. So we're talking 1996. She's so before. Yeah, this she's is, like she's like my goth era ish. Right. So the, you're right. The, you're talking like more like the Cure. Yeah, which was also a very heavy, very very flat ironed straight. Yeah, a lot of prep went into that look. Yes, yes definitely. <laughs> there was there was the sleeve or the the gloves the the or what you would do. This is what you would do. You would buy tights the fishnet tights yeah you cut the crotch out cut the arms yes and you'd make yes. a shirt out of it yeah that was yeah. a real thing was i had vibe. i had that i had one that, that was came back yeah. yes it came back when i was in high school i had a neon blue one that was mm. fishnet mm-hmm. that had the thumbs like the yes. holes for the thumbs yes, right of course. yeah and i would wear it underneath my edward scissorhands crop tops yes so. wow yes yeah yeah. Good times. Yeah. Oh, a real a real look. <laughs> yeah, but this guy is not that. This guy is Margaritaville. He's that. She is this. Right. Yes. She exactly. is this. Mm-hmm. He is opposite world. Mm-hmm. I met him at one of the weekly rainbow picnics. And then I don't know what that is. It's capitalized, so it must be something that happens in this area often. Okay. And then kept running into him around Coconut Grove which I determined later is in Florida. It is. Where I live. It's in Miami. Oh, yes. Okay. It's a suburb of Miami, a kind of uh, a nicer suburb of of what I remember. So Cool. Sounds awesome. It actually sounds more awesome as we get into the story. Okay. He didn't believe that I knew how to surf after we got into an argument about twin fin surfboards versus mono and tri-fin, but a Saturday morning jaunt to the beach disproved him of that idea. He thought it was hilarious that a quote, Wednesday Adams chick, actually knew how to surf. I was deeply in lust with him and as a result, ignored the Hallmark store in the beginning of February's worth of red flags he had. Wow. Plus, he didn't care one way or another that I was a stripper, so it was a vast improvement on my previous partners, which in hindsight is a marker of Again, how awful my dating period The bar is was. on the floor. Exactly. Like that is, that, That's the bar. It's just like, oh, well... He's okay with how I pay my bill, so I, I should probably marry this guy. Yeah, oh, no, God. I don't know if we've actually really talked on on this podcast about how difficult it must be for sex workers to date. Oh I mean, yeah, I was mm-hmm. a stripper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got to be like just like she said in the beginning of the story. It's like the I ones young that either want to yeah. save you or the ones that like think uh, that try to use you. Oh, in this some is cool, way. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, that's got to be. Yeah. Tough. 
I, it's so funny. I, I guess I never thought about it. I was pretty young at the time and my boyfriend was pretty awful at the time. So yeah, it coincides. Yeah. <laughs> um, we started dating after a few weeks of hanging out. At the time, he lived in a two-masted sailing ship that his parents had bought after it sank into the Miami Harbor during a hurricane. He was restoring it while he was working for his parents' topless boat name, sign painting business. What? Wait, wait. Top- oh, that's a lot to digest. It's a very topless confusing sentence. Boat painting? Topless boat name slash sign painting business. Topless boat name. I don't know. Kind of I don't makes understand. a little bit more sense at the end. Okay. 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 <laughs> I was like, I know it's a lot. Yeah. After a month, uh, the lease was up in my studio apartment. So Chris invited me to move in with him on the boat. It was nice for a month or so. Then the problems started. I never hid who I was or what I liked. So I stupidly thought that it was okay with me being a goth, liking horror, going into a local goth club, LARPing, and generally being my spooky little self. Cute. I was apparently wrong. It started with little things asking me to keep all of my books and knickknacks and storage, saying I was really need to pare down my wardrobe on the boat. And hey, your sundresses, they take up a lot less room. Initially, everything was framed in the context of needing to keep things on the boat as minimal as possible. Of course, his four drawers of t-shirts and two closets of shorts and t-shirts didn't take up as much room, but my one and a half drawers of clothes the only non-black things I owned were too much. Then it progressed to why did I need to read those weird books? And why did I want to go dancing at the freak club? Oh, Didn't no. I want to go to the sports bar with him? He chipped away at everything I liked, replacing it with this vision of a preppy, bubbly, ditzy surfer girl. That's so that insidious to do it that way. Oh, like yeah. to just like slowly chip away at someone's personality and remove the things that you don't like. I hate that. Yeah. No, he's fucking awful. I thought that compromise happened in all relationships. So I gave in to his requests and suggestions, not realizing that I was doing all the compromising. And he was refusing to change or budge on anything that he saw as, quote, weird or freaky. Oh, and yeah, I hate that. Yeah, that's not compromise at all. No, it's not compromise. compromise. Implies that both people are losing something. Yes. (laughs) Or giving or. Or, or, Yeah, exactly. This came to a head after he found out I'd gone to a goth club one night while he was out having boys night with his friends. He laid down an ultimatum of no more goth or spooky anything if I wanted to stay his girlfriend. I okay, was goodbye. Absolutely. I know, right? I was absolutely miserable, but thought that being with him was better than being alone. I offered to take him to see a movie to prove that I could be a good little bimbet. Here's the thing. You can only suppress who you really are for so long. As someone who has tried every time I've moved to reimagine myself, because I'm like, this is a chance to start over. I can be whoever I want to be here. Right. And like has romanticized like Mm -hmm. certain types of personalities. You can keep that up for a little while. Right. But eventually the real you, it's going to, it's going to come out through. I mean, there's just no way. And it's awful. Your existence sucks. Not being able to be who you are. Right. It just sucks. Mm -hmm. Well, and I, I was, um, texting with my mom last night um who was went out with friends and everything like that and got a phone number for a guy and so she texts me and asks me how long she should wait and that sort of thing to text back oh. and i told her i said you text when you want to 
you do what you want to do because the right partner is going to be okay with who you That's are right. and how you want to communicate and all of that. If you try to think through and become the person that you think that your partner wants, it's never going to be never going to work. work. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I know. I love this journey for her. <laughs> He agreed on the condition that it had nothing to do with horror or anything like that. So I got us tickets to see From Dusk Till Dawn. I hadn't <laughs> seen any of the ads for it. Oh, so honey. all I knew is that it was a Tarantino film and it involved mobsters. I thought this was perfect. And Chris loved Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. We get to the movie theater and Chris was being all lovey-dovey and cute making out, making sure that we got good seats and wanting to hold hands and snuggle as much as possible. The first part of the movie was great. He was really into the film and kept <laughs> saying that this was a perfect choice and possibly one of Tarantino's best films. Then the vampire show. Up. Yeah, this is a vampire movie. <laughs> vampire movie. Yes. Chris, yeah. Chris's hand on mine tightened until he shook it off. I tried to tell him that I had no idea the movie was about vampires or had vampires in it. I had thought it was a gangster movie and it was all a mistake. This was the final straw for Chris. He stood up. Oh, good. Shouted, liar. What? At me. And then dumped his large <gasps> soda on my head. Oh, you got me fucked up. He Seriously. yelled that I had done this on purpose that I'd obviously liked my freaky shit and freaky friends more than him. And you know that what? I, I deliberately do. tricked him into watching a movie about freaky shit. Also, can we just say, He's, I'm sorry, as as someone just sitting as a bystander in that if you, place. Oh, if I wait, saw a man but just dump, wait, dump a fucking on soda a, on a girl, I'm getting up. Oh, we're throwing, we're throwing hands. Wait, it's ride or die moment. He slapped me across the face. <gasps> In a fucking public, public? we're over and stormed out again. Like, oh my god! Listen, trigger warning for abuse. You, Holy shit! Like, imagine seeing that in public. Oh, no, I, there is no way he doesn't that, leave that theater. Uh, uh-uh. uh. Like, I'm always amazed when well, I, I mean, see this shit. Whenever people like, him, so. I'm like, oh, in okay. public. Yeah, yeah. Bold. In front of a fucking theater yeah. of people. Dumped that your soda all over. I would nine and one hit her fucking one in the face. Yes, we are nine oh, one fucking wanting, and cops. you are getting an assault charge, my guy. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Either you are, or I am. Yes. Apparently, there was no one in this goddamn Probably theater both. because yeah. none of that happened. I can't believe it. Wow. I sat there for the rest of the movie, soda dripping off of me, quietly crying. By the time I got to the shipyard, he'd already taken off in the skiff out to the boat. So I was stuck on land for the night. I later found out that he had spent the night with a girl that he'd been cheating on me uh-huh. with. Yeah, that's not surprising. But that all. wasn't really a surprise once I stopped to think about it. I ended up sleeping on a friend's couch. And the next day, I went to the shipyard to see about getting my stuff and my puppy. He <gasps> obviously told me everyone in the shipyard not to help me. So after three hours of pleading with everyone I could find to help me to get to his boat, I ended up stealing his motorboat. He, she's like, you could turn it on with the motor with your thumb. Anyway... And headed out to the mooring. No. Packing up my things that feels took unsafe. a half an hour. So I piled it all into the boat and headed back to the shipyard as fast as I could. As I was getting my boxes out of storage, I found out that he had sold my puppy to a couple that sailed to the Keys that morning. That hurt worse than him dumping me, honestly. I, I literally would have like called really the fucking upset. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sold my fucking puppy? This is... This is, yeah, this isn't awesome. a ha-ha funny date. This is no. like a really terrible worst date. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, yeah, this is this is a lot. Like, he, he literally assaulted her. Yeah. 
It's fucking awful. Well, and it's like sociopathic to sell someone's pet. Holy shit. Like, right? Yeah. She did say it was a terrible relationship over all. It was five months. I'll never look back, but it was a valuable lesson. Painfully learned. I vowed that I would never, ever give in to the demands that I changed just to please a partner yeah, ever yeah. again, unless it was for something I wanted to change for myself. I was successful in keeping this promise to varying degrees afterwards. But if a partner started suggesting that I change who I was, that was my cue to make a swift exit. Yeah. Um. She did say there was like an edit too that the people who had taken the that had bought the dog off of him were did sail down to the keys were gone for a few months but she knew when they were coming back so she was able to see the dog when they got back but the dog was like super happy and like like very happy as a boat dog and they were taking really good care of it well i'm glad that she was able to like kind of have that like but that's yeah can you fucking imagine and you can't blame somebody that soldier fucking, because that couple didn't know i'm sure oh hell no and that's what you know? she said she was like yeah. these people did not have a clue yeah of course to what was going no, on. No, I'm scared it's about what awful. this man did later in life because someone like that only escalates oh. in terms of like violence and abuse. You like somebody in a fucking public theater. That's why it was like terrifying that she actually went to go get her. That's stuff what by I was going to say. Don't go yeah. by yourself. Oh, Do never. not go by yourself. We, we've talked about this many times. You have to call someone to go with you in you a situation are not like that. Inconveniencing your friends. No. no, no, no. Just stop thinking that you are your, your friends, people that are truly your friends are not inconvenienced by going and helping you get your stuff or no. letting you stay on your couch or, or what have you like, <laughs> no, just we are stop, not stop thinking that. So your friends I, would much rather have you sleep on the couch than, than do a dateline interview later. That yeah. Is the fucking certainly. truth. That is the full truth. It, yeah, absolutely. Right. I mean, it's something that we talked about. It's, so it's, you know, I know it's not a funny haha story. There were some funny like haha moments in the beginning, but that was a real yeah. fucking awful story. Yeah, yeah. And I think that I wanted to share that story because A, we we actually had this conversation recently, which is that not all the fucking stories that we share, people came up to us many times were like, "Oh, I have a worse date for you. I have a worse date for you. I have a worse date for you this week." Mm-hmm. And many times people say, you know, like, oh, it, like, it's funny, like these funny stories. And I'm like, it's not always funny. Dating no, for not, women no. sometimes is not funny. It's well, dating for anyone. I mean, as we said last week with that, that honeypot story, it's like, That's right. it, dating can be unsafe. You're putting yourself in a very vulnerable situation, both physically and emotionally and mentally. Trusting someone. Yeah. You know, trusting the wrong person can have devastating consequences, yeah. you know, yeah. and dating is a lot of that. It's a lot of like trying to figure out who you can trust or should trust and being vulnerable with people. And like that's can be very scary. It can be one of the most beautiful things in the world, or it can be the most scary thing in the world, you yeah. know? So, yeah. Ugh. yeah. Well, um, this one's going to piss you guys off. Great. Um, in a different way. Uh, she said, I was talking to a guy on the apps. Things seem normal. He tells me he is deaf. Not a big deal to me. He wanted to meet for Sunday brunch. He suggested a place that was far from where I lived, but he said that the food and coffee are amazing. On the day, I took two buses and walked 20 minutes to this restaurant. Wow. When I arrive, he isn't there. Mm -hmm. I order a coffee and eventually he texts that he's on his way. I wait almost an hour until he arrives and he isn't alone. He has brought another man with him. I Mm -mm. go to introduce myself. I sign hello because I know some basic ASL. He makes these wild gestures 
And the other man says that my date is deaf. He says that he is my date's interpreter. No. I tell the interpreter that I knew he was deaf, and that is why I signed to him instead of speaking to him. So I start signing an ASL to him and my date, and his friend and him both turn white. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking dumb dumb. I immediately piece together that this pair of assholes fake being deaf to get sympathy on dates. <gasps> they never planned ahead for the eventuality that anyone would ever know sign language. Oh, I mean, honestly. Oh, my God. I'm appalled by this deceit, so I get up from the table to leave. I have been served several coffees because he was 50 minutes late. I didn't want to stiff the waitress, so I go over to tell her that I'm leaving. She calls me an asshole for being unwilling to date a deaf person. <laughs> I tell her the deafness is a lie. Later that night, I get several paragraphs on the dating app from him about how he got banned from his favorite restaurant. Goodbye. They used to give him free food and (gasps) drinks because they believed he was deaf and I ruined everything for him. You fucking piece of shit. Yeah, that is some... a handicap is so... It's so fucking low. How disgusting is that? Yeah. Oh, that's disgusting. Dude. That is so fucked up. Bringing your friend in on it and making like arm gestures or hand gestures trying to. I'm like, I'm aghast right now. Yeah. Like pretending that you're doing ASL. Wow. Fucking awful. Wow. Don't do that. What Uh, the fuck is wrong with people? Honestly, it's a raised you you moment. Well, I'm going to lighten the mood. If that's okay. Yes. Oh, thank God. (laughs) Honestly. (laughs) All right. I was swiping through Bumble and came across this hot guy. Let's call him Aaron for now. Aaron asked me if I'm down for a casual hookup. And of course I am. But since I don't want to end up disposed in a back alley, I asked him if we can meet up for a drink first. We met at Pine Box and Aaron looked damn fine. He checked all the this dude doesn't look too crazy boxes. So we headed back to his apartment to go to Pound Town. Nice. <laughs> well, I'm in. <laughs> oh, dude, I'm always. I had a subscription. To pound, <laughs> to pound pound yeah. oh. <laughs> we got to his apartment and he whipped out a bottle of wine and said, We're going to get drunk and do some kinky shit like you've never done before. <laughs> and then he passed out. No. <laughs> that's, the, that's the kind of shit that happens right before somebody passes out for sure. <laughs> I'm secretly thinking, Okay, dude, just because you did anal once in college doesn't make you kinky. <laughs> Dude, I'm (laughs) hit close to home. It's a little close for me. (laughs) Little did I know I was in for some weird kinky shit. First, first, Aaron whips out a plethora of toys, including a double-sided dildo, vibrator, and air pump. Get it, A.A. Ron. Okay. (laughs) Yes. Present. A fucking air pump. An air pump. Fast forward maybe an hour, who's really keeping track, honestly. After some anal prep and fucking on his porch, hello, exhibitionism. You, you don't know what this is for? He whips out his handy dandy air pump. <laughs> Turns out this dude's fetish is blowing air into asses uh-huh. and listening to it come out. <gasps> he oh, wanted- we, got a, we got a Byron on our hands. A Lord Byron loves his little farts. Oh, wait, that it was... It was wasn't it Byron. Byron. It was someone. It was Henry Joyce. It was someone, James Joyce. Someone like James that. Joyce. In that. <laughs> yes. Oh God. <laughs> that. 
Oh, he wanted to hear me blow a big, juicy fart. Anyways, Aaron proceeded to pump air into my ass. I legitimately thought I was going to blow away. <laughs> there was so much air in me. I was oh farting, queefing, and burping, oh. sometimes fiercely for what felt like days oh, after. No. <laughs> oh, no. my God. No days. Oh, oh no. no. I just was like, you were like a air pump i just i just started staring at chris i'm like i can't wait for you to find out what this i've is. No. never heard of that before <laughs> like people deliberately oh no i mean i've I mean of, i've never done that before i've heard of the fetish before yeah. i've just right. never heard of anyone deliberately pumping air Ooh. specifically for that purpose yeah before. i'm not i'm not so much party city with my <laughs> with my butthole but um <laughs> party city with your butt also uncomfy <laughs> i'm not trying to be all bloated for like three days after like, we were just talking during yeah. the conference about like just like pms bloating and yeah just how oh, fucking God. uncomfortable and awful it is and i'm just thinking that that would be just <sighs> really uncomfortable for days afterwards oh <laughs> well <laughs> party <city>. enjoy <laughs> Well, on that note, do you guys want to take a quick five and we'll come back with our tainted love? Yes. And we're back. All right. Let's go into the tainted love. All right. So this isn't going to be fun. So just FYI, trigger warning. Like, I mean, it's, it. you know, we're going to talk about something criminally bad. This one's mm-hmm. going to have a lot of... Um, you're not going to love it. Okay. You're not going to love it. <laughs> okay. Um, but it is a story that I wanted to tell because... I, tail? Tail. Because it does give you that, like, you know, well, I think we've talked about this before. Like, you never know who you're with. You never know, like, who you're bringing yeah. into your home. You don't know. Like, there's a lot of things. And, you know, just because you've gone out with somebody a few times doesn't, you know, necessarily mean that they're trustworthy. Mm-hmm. It's um, it, it's not a great story. But I'm going to start to tell you the story about Ingrid Line. Most of the information I got was... Uh, CBS News, Wikipedia, an Oxygen uh, article, as well as HLN, Sex and Murder, Date with the Devil is the name of the episode that I watched. Yeah, I also, not to interrupt you, but I want to take a quick moment because I don't think we've ever said on this podcast before, with our new website, we do have pictures and sources Mm linked to the episode on our website so if you want to read up more on this they're not in the show notes they're actually on our website so myrestatepodcast.com if you ever want to you know go read up on it yourself yes definitely thank you good point um so ingrid line she is recently divorced but has been separated for about two years from her husband she is just getting back on the dating scene this is seattle washington by the way so she's just getting back on the dating scene you know she's really finally like coming out of her shell and she is a well-loved nurse she works at a local facility and like people just love her you know like she is just all the pictures they show of her too. She's just like always smiling, always joy. She has three children and it does seem though um, that her, her and her ex have been, you know, separated for, you know, a couple years and just recently divorced. It does feel very much like they had a kind of not, I don't want to say amicable because it didn't go into all the details of the divorce, but it does seem like they very much had a cordial kind of, yes, a co-parenting situation. A They um, were adults about their breakup. It definitely feels that way. I mean, at the point that they are at the story, it does feel very much like you're dealing with two adults who happen to have children together 
They do talk to each other. It does seem like that there's good communication between them, etc. So Ingrid had, like I said, she'd been getting on the dating sites. She actually had met up with uh, this one guy and had been going on a couple dates with him. This is on April 8th on, in 2016. She actually, he and this guy had gone to a Mariners game together. So she goes on a date to a Mariners game. It's great. They have fun. It's the opening night. It's like a big deal, apparently, in Seattle for the big opening night game. I'm sure it's a big deal everywhere that there's, you know, baseball team opening night, you know, any big fan. And she was like a big fan of sports. Like she took her girls to like games. Like they all were big Mariners fans. They were big Seahawks fans. They were like really into sports. So on April 9th, she goes missing. Her ex husband shows up it's a saturday comes comes in comes home or comes to her house knocks on the door nobody answers and her car is gone and she was like he know he's like there's no way she's not going to be here for the kids like she knows Mm -hmm. today's the day she knows i'm dropping them off so he tries calling her there's no answer and he's like this is just this is weird this has never happened right this is not normal so he calls her mother and is like hey i'm here to I drop the kids off to Ingrid. She's not here. Do you have you heard from her? Her car's not here. And her mom calls, no answer. So she comes over to the house and she's like, I have a spare key. I'll let you guys in. We'll see if, like, so, you know, now they're like, oh, did something happen? Is she okay? And they get into the house. No one is there. But her key, her purse, her wallet, her computer, everything are there. Like her purse and like literally her phone, everything is sitting on the counter. So they're she like, had to get back from the Mariners game. She definitely got, came home. Yeah. But her car isn't there. Yeah. And she's not there. Right. And they look everywhere. And it's not, like, it's not necessarily like a big mess either. It's just, she's not there. So they call the police and the mom, um, during this time, like they call the police, so the police come out and she's like, Oh, we share an account. I share a Verizon account with my daughter. Oh, God bless so the family she, plan. <laughs> oh, girl. Yeah. How many crimes is that song? Oh, I mean, so she goes on and she's like, boop, boop, boop. She's like, oh, my God, there is this number that comes up multiple times. So her and her her other daughters, her the, her sisters, Ingrid's sisters are like, well, let's look on Facebook and see if we can't find that number attached to somebody. And they do like. FB motherfucking I. I know you mm-hmm. got somebody twisted. You think th- this family was like, oh no, okay, so it it connects to some guy named John Charlton, and they were like, okay, this I think is the John that she's been on a couple dates with. So let's let's connect with this guy. So mom texts him and is like, where is Ingrid? And he's like, I have no clue. She was supposed to have her kids today, and he she was like, well, we're calling nine one one, and he's like, what are you talking about calling nine one one? Like literally, what's going on? He's like, I don't understand. She was supposed to be at home. I saw her last night and I saw her, you know, and that was it. You know, I don't understand. I don't know what's going on. And mm-hmm. he's like, just haven't, haven't seen her. All shoulders. Okay. All shoulders. Meanwhile, meanwhile, not far away, Mike, Mike Navasio is taking out his recycling. He's going out to the front take his recycling bins back, you know, putting them away. Mm-hmm. And he's like, mm, it's a little heavy. Opens up the bin. <gasps> his recycling bin? Recycling bins. Oh, my God. And there's three 
white trash bags in it. And he's like, no, what? No. What the fuck is this? No. So he reaches down in to pull them out and they're heavy. And they're white bags. And so he pulls the first one out. And then the second one, he notices that there's definitely blood. This guy, you want to talk about trauma and PTSD? Like this guy literally can barely talk about it still. This is like, oh, I'll, I'll bet. He is, I mean, I'm just like, he's shook. He's like, it's clearly visible that they're body parts. And he goes, oh my God. He I, goes, he's like, I could literally see toenail paint, uh, the color of oh, her toenail paint. It oh was like, God. he was like, I, so he calls 911 in the most calm, by the way, Mike is like 911, you know, they answer and he has like the most, he's like, so um, this is going to be a little weird. Uh, I, I, you know, like he's like very much like I can recognize how weird this is going to sound, but there's definitely some body parts in my recycling recycling bin. I think I would be in shock too. Oh, I, I would be like, um, yes, I need you to send somebody out. I would definitely just be in very that in shock. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, this poor guy. I just imagine. So, because these are very fresh remains they are able to very quickly determine that this is well the first phone call that they make when the police get there is like are there any missing persons and they're like turns out we have this missing person and they were very very quickly able to identify ingrid now is is mike down the street from not specifically right down the street okay so like but in the same um in in Seattle. Yeah, in the city. Okay. It's not um she's technically lives in Renton and they didn't say specifically whether this guy's house was in Renton, which is kind of like a suburb of Seattle. So I don't know if it was specifically like in her neighborhood or like right, right up the street, but it was not far away. Okay. Yeah. Um again, they're like quickly able to link this to Ingrid and they're like they really don't have a whole lot of leads. They know it's Ingrid first of all because the body parts that are in the this trash are it, they found the severed head they found one <gasps> one oh leg God. limb and one arm limb um so th- they were able to that is f- a fucking nightmare dude yeah. imagine my Ugh. severed fucking head god damn so they're like okay well we we we're obviously it's pretty clear that it's not the ex-husband like the, he's got a very very solid alibi mm-hmm. i mean he's he had his kids. I mean, there was yeah. uh, there was he, who was it, she with last? And, who was she with last night? That's right. So they're like, who was she with? She was with this John Charlton guy. So they bring John Charlton in to the police station because again, last person to be seen. And the interview gets kind of like weird from the jump. Uh, like they sit down with him and they're like, you know, can you give us your address? And he's like, I'm homeless. And they were like, huh? Okay. Uh, okay. Um, okay. Okay. Well, where can we find you then? Where do you sit, get mail sent to you? And he's like, I don't get mail. You I don't, don't have get a PO mail. box. You, okay. Listen, everyone gets mail. You don't get mail. This man's homeless. Said he's homeless. He does not. He lives on the street. Where were you sleeping last night? He was like, I slept on the street in downtown. Okay. They were like, well, how did you get there? And he's like, he was like, Ingrid dropped me off. She's like, we took the bus home to her house and we got like pretty wasted, had drunk sex. I think we had drunk sex. What what year is this? 2016. 
And then and then she drunk drove him back to sleep mm-hmm. on the street instead of letting him sleep over. That, that's what he thinks happened. Oh, and he didn't sleep over because, oh, God. So initially, like, he also was like, oh, she's got her kids today. So he didn't want, she didn't want him to meet kids. And then they were like, well, why did you leave? And he was like, maybe I wanted a candy bar or something. He's like, I don't remember. I don't know. Like, oh, it's the most, like, I don't what? I don't remember. I don't know. He's yeah, I, like, have, I have a lot of questions. But, but now he's like, I assume that Ingrid dropped me off. Because that's the, he's like, I don't really remember though. And he's like, so you guys went back and had sex at the house. And he's like, I think we did. I I can assume we did. Because that's kind of like the nature of our relationship. And it was just like, dude, you're going to shit your pants. When you see this guy, you're like, this guy is so anybody. Anybody you would swipe right on on any dating app. Like anybody. Like he just looked like a normal dude. Oh my God. This is like bringing me full circle back to the beginning when we were laughing about lies men tell and now we're like yeah like lies 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 um so again she he assumes he doesn't really remember he says actually he's not even sure they had sex uh sometimes uh he also so he told him he's like i slept on the streets he goes but sometimes i do stay at my ex's house and there it's just like a really It's so a little all over the place. Like you're not really sure what's going on. And he, it just doesn't really make much sense. But at some point he's just like, he's like, I'm not normal. He's like, I just, I'm not a normal person. Okay. And he's like, and elaborate on that. (laughs) Would you, he would accept that he would actually like to bring a lawyer in. Um, so this is though the part where I'm like, he's like, yeah, you know what? Like, it feels like the, the questions that I'm getting, I'm probably going to want to have a lawyer help to help me out with this. And they were like, okay. So they leave. The camera is still on in this room. And this motherfucker is like, jack it off. Wrap, wrap, wrap. Now a pillow. He's laying on the ground, falls asleep. Well, all right. Wow. Layers. Okay. This dude. So this guy, I'm kind of like, where do I tell you the part? <laughs> Um, let me kind of do it still chronological. So stay chronological here. So meanwhile, during this, they're searching Ingrid's home and they find a box of trash bags um, that are mostly used, uh, like the ones that Ingrid's body was actually found in. Mm-hmm. So they saw the box. It's mostly used and it's the exact same type of style. I mean, trash bags aren't necessarily thumbprints but you know right but yeah there's a lot there's a lot that they can do there's a well first of all trash bags come in a wide variety that's right uh and then a red pole is it a white bag with a red Uh pole and you know so yeah yeah. and then it is actually like very helpful because they can like match the perforation and stuff like that to determine if it's from the that box that's right yeah that's right that's very true but beyond that they find a pruning saw in the bathroom (gasps) on the pruning saw they find blood tissue no, 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 and no, bone no, 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 no. left on the boat the salty no 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 and also in the drain of the tub yeah now the cleanup was pretty fucking good because on a first glance you never like nothing happened here so just remember that like it looks like nothing happened there it's so clean it's pr- pretty much pristine minus a couple small mistakes yeah they had to go digging for it like they in the drain yeah. and find the yeah and other than yeah. the saw being left there but if someone was going to go in and do like a wellness check they'd be like well this is weird but nothing nothing that's exactly violent right. happened here that's exactly yeah. right so a pruning saw i feel like 
we can cut this if you want, but it's not, this isn't like a rotary saw. Like it's not a, like a electric saw. Like this is like a hand saw that is mm-hmm. smaller than like basically like a, yeah, like just a hand saw. It's a little bit smaller than that. And they were like demonstrating on the HLN show. Nope. And I was like, oh, Lord, I'm the amount of like, you have to really, I mean, that's a commitment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm struggling to see like, I, I'm interested to hear where this goes because I'm struggling to see a, the motivation behind it other than pure, you know, psychopathy, you know? Yeah. And I believe that's probably what it's going to end up boiling down to. Six days after the missing person and initial remain uh, and the initial remains were found, a recycling crew who was j- found more remains and a torso a few blocks away from the original remains. Also on the 18th, nine days later, human um, a human leg was found in the recycling center. So I mean, they're like literally like, okay, so this guy just hit recycling things on the way. That's also so, like, how do you not also, think that that's, that's not going to be gone through? Exactly. I was going to say they fucking sort all that stuff. So like, did he want to traumatize? More What's your end game? Yeah, yeah. Very. What's your end game on this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I feel like there are like, uh, for lack of a better word, there are better ways to do it than that. Yes. Like if you're trying not to get caught. Yes. Like that's yes. a very weird thing to do. To, that's like, kind of been like, that kind of comes down to like, the crux of it too because they're like you clean this place so serenely or but you or left spotless. the saw in here yeah. which is weird it's like weird little things that don't math out like you're just like this doesn't make right. sense to this to but this we're, but we're trying to make sense that's right of it with our our people brains you yeah. know what i mean a logic like, brain. Who's, who's to say like what is common sense to a brain that yeah looks like that and clearly you know? this guy is has said he's like he's like Clearly, he sounds like the kind of drunk who blackout drunks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, from the way that he's trying to describe the night, sounds like he's the kind of guy who just gets blackout drunk. And he also admits that he does street drugs, what he says. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't go into what he uses, but he says... So who knows if that's also part yeah, of that, that this, makes but me, you got a real soul problem. That makes me very scared yes. because <laughs> you get blackout drunk and you like order $70 worth right. of, of Taco Bell to be delivered to your house. Right. You don't get and blackout. And forget about it and don't eat it. Right. Like you don't get blackout drunk and like murder someone in a grisly way and dispose of their body. I mean, yeah. unless you're like on an HBO Max show. You yeah. Know? I mean, this is giving me night of vibes. It mm. just makes me wonder like what else has he done blackout drunk? Like, because yeah. this is clearly there's something wrong mentally. It's yeah. like that, that's where you go when right. you get blackout. Right. Also, I'm just like, what's his Tinder game like? Yeah. If he's like just looking for something casual, they showed his profile and it was basically like just looking for something casual. Like it was very normal. I'm I'm not kidding. Like it just looked so fucking normal. This profile. Yeah. Oh, this and is And I mean, terrifying. it wasn't tender specifically. I didn't, it didn't show which one it was. I'm sure that they were like, doesn't please matter. do not. Yeah. It doesn't matter which one <laughs> yeah. it was because it could happen on any. It could happen on any of them. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. the thing is like, there's no background checks for these. We're just yeah. literally trusting one human that we met via a text message, yeah. basically. Yeah. It's so weird to think that, that w- this is how we date now. It, and it, you know, it is what it is and I don't have anything against it, but it is, does make you think about like how much you have to worry 
Well, think, you had to worry like, this much before anyway, because it's just like you meet someone in person true. and you don't yeah. know them either. You meet this someone at true. a bar and you're go home with them. Right. You don't know them. You're absolutely you know? right. And it's just like, but there is something to be said about the way we live our lives now where it's like, yeah, we get into cars with strangers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Uber strangers and Strangers bring things like, to our doors. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we let them in, no problem. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we buzz them up, you know, to bring me my food or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I was just watching something this past week that was that was talking about um, how dating apps should implement background checks and should be responsible for people who um like there was a guy that um uh match.com had been warned about this specific guy and Mm. then he he committed a a murder against another user and that family is is suing basically saying like you you were were warned warned about this guy but they're they're all the way up to the supreme court basically arguing that that um that one specific statute or whatever, like uh, section 230, basically the same thing that protects Facebook from getting sued oh, right. by people that they're they're not allowed to be sued by anybody putting fake shit or content on the right. thing, that they're immune from lawsuits in that capacity. Match.com mm. is pretty much saying the same kind of thing. Like That's not the same we're thing, not, though. We're not responsible for what our users post mm. or do okay and but I, you are a, when you've been warned about that's it right. like yeah. that's how i feel and that's how like uber got in trouble it's like if you've been warned by users that this driver is dangerous sexually assaulting people right or whatever and you you should be responsible for that i'm not saying like i'm not even saying like you have to do all these other things but if you have already been warned what's the harm in just removing that person from yeah. the site that's just, exactly right you know that let listen They'll go to a different dating site, but it doesn't have to be yours. Right now, they're you not on Match.com. Right, you know, right. like, and guess what? If if Match or whomever or whatever dating site did that, you would be the number one place. Absolutely, yeah, because people would be feel a safer safe. place. If if you were the dating site that made your users have like background checks in order to use it, do you know how many women would use that fucking oh, yeah. site? Yeah, yeah. It would be huge. I'd use that site and I'm married. And listen, <laughs> listen, there's an argument to be said for like, you know, and it's the same one that gets brought up for, for gun control when they're talking about like, well, then sometimes like innocent people won't be able to use the blah, blah, blah. I'm like, well, I, I would I rather. Would tell you. I would I would rather. To be, yeah, that's exactly how I feel. If we're protecting one person from a bad situation, then it makes it worth right. it. And then like, like I, then sorry. Some, sometimes, you know, it catches an innocent person in the mix and they're not able to, you know, to use, use the match.com. Yeah, we're yeah, also not talking like, about one single DUI here. We're talking about like real, like fucking crimes. bullshit criminal behavior. Right. Yeah. So that being said, they're okay. Oh, sorry. Anyway, really quickly, coroner's report shows that before being dismembered, she was strangled. So they were able to, with the the pieces that they had mm-hmm. found, that mm-hmm. they were able to fa- determine that she had petechial hemorrhaging. She had she had been strangled. There were marks right. around her neck that that was clearly. The other thing that they noticed right away was that when he had come in, they took pictures of him and he had some scratches on him. He had scratches on his chest. He had scratches on his arms, you know, but also too the guy's homeless so at this point too without any you know can you just spoil it for me right now because i feel like i'm waiting for the other shoe to drop is he actually homeless yeah he is yeah okay yeah because i he was is, just but like he does it, stay at his like exes every once in a while okay because so. it feels like what i, I felt like he was lying about I, it, that i yeah, was like because you look at this guy this? and you're like this guy homeless he, right i mean he like i said he looks like anybody he looks like somebody we would hang out with he just looks like a normal dude hmm 
I'm telling you. And so like he clearly has access to the things or knows how to manipulate, but he he did. He slept on the sidewalk and Right. And Many absolutely no and... no stigma against like no. unhoused people. That's not at all like the, right. the right. point no. that we're trying to make here. Thank I just you. I just felt like he was he feels like a liar. So I wasn't yeah. sure if he was saying that to avoid the cops from coming to his house to look through his shit. Like that's why I oh, was no. like No, he really is just he doesn't really truly have a place to stay. So okay. I mean he had on some nights he stays with his ex, but other than that, he is he was living literally on the street unhoused. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Oh, they also found her SUV in Belltown. Prince under the door handle matched John's. Also, the trash bags that they that were from her place, unused trash bags were in the car or in her SUV. So it was just like literally stacking, like stack up, stack up, stack up. Well, right. his ex that he sometimes stayed with had said he was supposed to be there the next day that Saturday um, and that he had a fat lip by that time he saw her and abrasions and told her he got robbed when they had gone to the after the Mariners game at one of the bars. So it was like he, she was like, um, now that this has come into light makes me feel like that might have been a lie. Yeah, right. might, <laughs> might need to share this little tidbit yeah. of information. Um, when at the police, like I said, he they did notice some scratch marks. Um, his ex also told the police that he had told her and she didn't believe it but he had told her that he had murdered someone in florida so the the uh, hln episode did say that the the washington police did reach out to the florida police they haven't determined specifics yet but can i just say because i feel like this has happened multiple times on this podcast where they're like oh yeah the person i was seeing like haha joked about like maybe they killed someone before and i just thought that they were kidding hilarious you know, we're not no. staying in touch after that no like, i don't what? care if it is a joke it's That's like not funny. incredibly it's not weird funny, not it's funny. a weird thing to joke about and i'm gonna take you at face value yeah if you say that yeah and what I'm also a calling weird the cops. thing but you're yeah. like yeah but we're broken up but you can still like come sleep over even though you made this joke one time about murdering someone in florida yeah yeah no What's we're happening? not doing that you know here's the other thing too i'm i have a couple i'm in a couple groups online on facebook that are like they're called like investigation this or that and yeah, they're yeah. kind of like catfisherinos yeah yeah but they're also the place where like you're like mm, I'm getting a weird vibe from X Y Z. Could you, could somebody help me with a background check? Is this guy lying or is yeah? Weird? And people will help you, right? They'll be like, oh no no no, I don't come up to that person. Absolutely. And it looks like he got married in this state, and da-da. you're just like, oh shit. Yeah. If you if you do not have a Captain Snoopy pants yeah. in your friend group, mm-hmm. someone that is really good with Google, yeah, or what have you, lieutenant looks it up. Go go <laughs> look at Facebook groups because there are plenty of like women's face private groups, private Facebook groups that that actually like will do this stuff there's a lot of like women private investigators that like have access to all these databases and stuff that are keeping women safe and god doing god's work yes and i bring that up because and i this is i i'm I'm not saying this in a i'm not shaming her because this is 2016 you know, and and at some point you have to be able to live your life and just trust people and go on dates and of do course, things. Right. And I think yeah, that that's right. the hard thing. You shouldn't have to like do a background check on every single person that you're dating. But guess what? If if a if a Match. dot com or a Bumble or a or a Tinder were doing these things, they would have noticed that he had convictions in six different states, Ugh. including robbery, 
battery charges. His mom and dad had a restraining order Ooh, put against yeah, him. That's a red flag. He went up to his mom, pulled a uh, pulled a movie off the shelf, put it in front of her, and like slammed it down and said, "Beware!" The movie she pulled was Hannibal. So, uh, it's just I mean, and but you know, but that's the thing is that these these people do present so normally like that's just like you would never think and i, I can't I, yeah we're not placing any judgment on her at oh, all no. at all because it's just like i wouldn't probably have done that i probably wouldn't have done a background check but no I'm just why saying, would like, you you trust these apps i mean christina yeah. how many dates did you go on with guys you didn't know and like you you just go off yeah. of your gut and oh, these I people mean, are good I, at tricking people i paid 25 bucks a month to be able to to take a phone number and look up if someone had a criminal record. Oh, it was worth it for me. Oh, was, wow. I used uh, Spokio. There you so go. I'd be able to see if they had like, uh, you know, it's just worth it. It was like a yeah. little bit of peace of mind so that, you know, it, yeah. it, it was the least, the least I could do, you yeah. know? Yeah. No, um, but that's smart. Because, yeah, I mean, I wasn't always 100% safe or whatever, but. Yeah, that was the one thing that I made sure of is, just, yeah. you know. But even then, you yeah. know, like the story I told last week, that guy had a history of violence, but no criminal record That's either. Exactly. Also can happen. Like that, exactly. That sort of thing happens yep. all the time, too. And so it's just like, yep. you just don't know. Like, you just don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's so scary. But um, like I said, he was, you know, kind of admitted that he had too much drink. He doesn't know what happened. So this kind of all was starting to lead prosecutors too to think is he gonna just be like i don't know i was blacked out and i didn't i don't you know and but they're like we have all the they have a lot of like physical evidence at this point right um but the, also the other thing that's like how fucked up i mean i imagine being so drunk and or on whatever other drugs that well sorry Never mind. My mind went to a place where I was like, well, if I did that, I might be able to. Right. Come. Yeah. If, if, if you're mixing, matching, combining yeah, yeah. like heavy, heavy drinking with a bunch of drugs, you yeah. might not remember. I don't no, know. I'm not this talking about not remembering. I'm like, how do you have the the capacity to fully take apart systematically, take someone apart, methodically clean, wrap up? Right. To me, this seems like a lot of work. Right. Like where I'm just like, you're, you're making your way downtown, fucking dropping stuff. Making my way. Exactly. I don't think that's what that song's about. No. (laughs) Um, But yeah, it does. It feels, it feels like a lot. Yeah. Like to have done in in a state like that. But I mean, I, I don't know. I don't do, I don't do drugs. I have have no idea. Like what would happen if you combined heavy drinking drugs? Feels like a lot. And it it does feel like methodical. A lot for the police to, um, to prove that, you know, murder versus like manslaughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you, you certainly, I mean, you can't story is blackout drunk and incapacitated or what have you, like some sort of diminished capacity. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that is partially, part of the thing that he yeah. does come up with is diminished capacity. Um, he didn't use a gun. There were a lot of things that like ended up, first of all, long story short, he does, he pleaded guilty, which was, it's, it, you know, on the HLN show, it was like, they were like, it's a good and a bad thing. It's a good thing because right. it does save the family from having to go through this really long process of like, you know, of, of a court trial and et cetera. And he did it, you know, it just admits it and it's, it's kind of, quote unquote done with but at the same time there's a lot of questions about like you know the why the 
you know, but the, again, even if you went through a long trial, you may never you may get never the answers yeah. you're and looking yeah. for. Like, I think as a family member, I would rather, I don't know that I necessarily need to know the why. I would much rather not have to listen. I can yeah. barely sit through the details of this case. I know. I can't can imagine no. being a family member and having to go to trial and and watch somebody deny yeah. whatever you know she's like had three beautiful daughter, daughters and, and her ex-husband spoke at court during the sentencing and it, he was just like you you could see he was like i was robbed of my partner in raising our children and like right. yeah you know like and how much this person i mean you you could, we could say this every single week i mean these people are real fucking human beings who have lives and families and we're just so unceremoniously robbed of this for no reason beautiful human being because some guy right for no she reason met on a dating site decided tonight's the night that i'm going to yeah that's the thing is like someone? like i might want to know the why just because i i just feel like for whatever reason i need to know sure but at the end of the day it doesn't matter anyway That's like right. why you did it doesn't really make a difference it doesn't change like, anything you're it gone it really seems like though from the details of this case that that's not the first time that's thing. exactly right that's, that's a so, thing that concerns me so of course speculation wise like one of the one of his exes went on dr phil and talked about like how he was you know, a little, you know, abusive. And he was, you know, he choked her really hard one night during sex, kind of like thinking that it was like probably meant to be a kinky thing. And she's like, you know, her speculation was, you know, maybe this is the time it went too far. And he didn't know what to do. Maybe. And and listen, all those things could be true. The way that this was so, so masterfully put put away, like the way that he Mm -hmm, exactly took care of the body and all that stuff feels very this isn't my first time yeah, yeah. feels that it yeah. just yeah. I, it, it just rings true of that and this is not you're not gonna love this uh first degree murder is what he's found guilty of is what he ple- pleaded guilty of oh wow he was also charged with like theft of her car like other little mm-hmm. extraneous things but he was only sentenced to 28 years basically For why um so that means he can still get out when he's 60s because he because made a plea deal no because in the state of Washington, yes, in the state of Washington, he, um, they have done some prison reform. So there's part of me that's like, there's good and bad here. There's there's this like they've done prison reform. So based there's like a, a like a score system based off of past crimes, um, how those crimes like rates on certain things. Like, and oh my I know it's. As someone who is pro prison reform, I know, I know. Like, like seriously though, like I as know. someone who is pro prison reform, I think like we are far too quick in this country. We are we incarcerate people at a number that is truly like astronomical, but and the fact that the prison industrial never. complex is it's really really gross and for profit prisons and all of that. And I could talk about that all day and how corrupt I think all of that is. Same. This yeah. person Quiet. has does actually have a criminal history mm-hmm. and the crime that they committed was so like extra mm-hmm. extra in but terms he, of like brutality. Oh, but he technically didn't use like a deadly weapon and he choked her. I so don't care. Like I, I don't care. Uh, listen, yeah. don't tell me. Yeah, I know. Let's talk about I how know. like like honestly though, like crimes against women. Oh yeah. 
like how they were still fighting to get people to take them seriously, mm-hmm. like domestic violence, mm-hmm. especially domestic violence, sexual abuse, sexual assault. Stalking. I've known, I've known oh. a lot of spry 60 year olds like this mm-hmm. man could get out and do it again. Oh, no. Like, yeah, he absolutely. Could for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like that's horrifying. Yeah, that's very, very scary. Yeah. And uh, gosh. Yeah. So that is the dreadfully awful story of Ingrid line. And you know, it's just, it's just, it's sad. It's sad because yeah. it's just like, you know, there's nothing she did wrong. No, no. But, you know, her family was, is very much like advocates, like making sure, like just being extra cautious about online dating. Like they definitely, right. you know, want the story to be out because they want people to advocate and, and tell people like the truth of like what can happen yeah, but I mean, the, the truth is, and we talked about that last week too. Yes, of course, be as extra safe as possible on your social media platforms, on dating apps, on all that stuff. But men have been doing this to women since well before dating apps existed. On you know, and You're not like, wrong. so just it's just be safe, no matter who it is. It could be a friend of yeah. a friend. We've told like dating stories or tainted loves where it's like I thought this person was safe because we had friends in common yeah. or whatever and yeah. it's like it's just you know use your intuition make sure your girlfriends always know where you're at and what you're doing and are are in on things communicate with people yeah so yeah, yeah. you know yeah I mean we we talk about it all the time you know when we're reading bad date stories you know it's the a lot of times the men having having stories about being catfished and everything oh, geez, and it's yeah. like yeah you know for women, women it's it's much it's only. scarier yeah, yeah in a yeah, lot yeah. of ways and not to say men men can't have scary experiences we've told those stories and they yeah. definitely can but the rate at which they occur for women is disproportionate for sure yes yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Mm. Be safe out there. Yeah. Well, let's flip the script. Let's uh, yeah, cleanse let's, that palette. Let's talk about what we're watching. I know that we had a crazy week this week, but yeah. I do want to say, oh yeah, you know, I stayed yeah. up until four o'clock in the <laughs> fucking morning last night to finish Bridgerton season two. Now we got called out for spoilers, so I'm not going to spoil no. this for anybody. But if you're a fan of romance novels, you you will like this. I actually, I'm going to come out and say it. I enjoyed this season more than season one. Mm. What would you say it would be on the um, yeeting on sheets mm. meter? Is, is, um, is there, is there a, a is, large yeet on sheet plot it, line? It or? is. <laughs> no yeets on sheets. Howevs, it, and, and way less horny. Yeah. I will say than oh, season one in a different but, way, but it's I will horny say. in a different way. It is. It's exactly. a different way. Yeah. It's tension. Oh, it's fucking simmering. Tension is my favorite. Oh, oh you're going to love this. Season. Like, is oh. it, is it the pride and prejudice yes. hand? Yes. Keegan, yeah. you are going to, I cannot wait for okay. you to text right. me. I'm yeah. stoked. I'm sold. Sold. You will wait, love text us both <laughs> this yes. season more than season one as okay. well too. Okay. I'll come out and say it. I'm in. I will say it's, it's, it of course this is from a book right it's from a series of books so it will it does have that thing that multi-series books has where the first book might be like this is the kind of trope yes right? yes this trope is very much the enemies to lovers mm, okay trope, mm, okay right yeah All right. so yeah that's um, not my thing for the week, though. So, okay. but I'm on board. I, I, I watched all of the last two episodes. That's definitely what I'm doing recommend tonight. it. I'm glad to hear that they're going to start filming season three this summer. So I'm excited. Yeah, yeah. love it. What What about you, Cass? Oh, okay. So I actually, um, 
I did not get much watching it except for Bridgerton 2. But I, during every morning and for the past week, I've been listening to an audiobook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you knew I was we know. Do it. I know. Okay. It's <laughs> all I've talked about all week. Cassie is so aggressive with her recommendations. She really is. I love She's it. She's like, you have to do it right now. I mean, to the point I where... I feel like nobody believes me. To the point <laughs> where nobody follows morning, up. I, uh, almost, I almost bought it. I, I have an Audible subscription, so I usually just wait to get my like one a month. Yeah. And then like, yeah, but I'm free. like, oh, gosh, like Cassie's really laying oh, it on thick. I'm like, I'm free. about to spend the 10.99 or whatever. No, no, no. <laughs> to like get this book. Like, yeah, wait for your wait to get your free free coupon. Um, <laughs> I okay. So let's start, tell everybody what the book is. It's the Midnight Library. Now, mm-hmm. Matt Haig, I think is Matt Haig. Yeah, yes. And uh, there were some people who were like, mm, I think like some people like who knew that like his background is in self help or whatever. And I'm like. I like I don't know how there's a bad review about it. I honestly <laughs> was just like I thought the book was so good. Was it, was it uh in the end was the ending a bit predictable? Sure, but it was like still it was good. It's really good. I could see how it could be a movie. Mm-hmm. I I mm-hmm. listened to it on Audible because um it's easier for me to do like What isn't it? Carrie Mulligan or someone Carrie did Mulligan the- did it and she is so good mm-hmm. and it's so well she her voice acting in it is really spectacular for like nice. a, a well-read book and i mean other than her trying to do an american accent which was really bad for some reason um everything else was actually super spectacular and you only have to hear the american accent for a couple couple things so um nice. but it was it was i mean she just keeps the story moving it's so engaging it's so just to give you guys a little bit of a not gonna there's nothing spoiler here about this but I was um, the book. Basically, the synopsis is there is a library that you can go to and uh, you're like on the verge of death. You're between death and life and you get to choose like you. Oh, you made mistakes. Pick a thing that you would change. Like, oh, I wish I hadn't or, you know, given up on this dream. Mm-hmm. I wish I hadn't, um, you know, done X, Y or Z. And it just changes that you're you go into that life and you're like get to live that life if you had made a different decision mm-hmm. and so it's really fucking cool because it's basically like just talking about multi um like universes right multiverse so, multiverse yeah. you're you know what what does this universe look like and so it's everything is happening at the same time yeah it's so it's you at that time right now Oh, yeah. Living no. that life. Time is a human construct. For oh, sure. it's wild. Dude. So, You're yeah. going to love this book. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah, I I, I am definitely going to read it. I actually, I get a little dangerous sometimes with the what if game, mm. like going back and thinking too hard about like, what if I went left instead of right kind of thing? Yeah. So I've put the kibosh on that way of thinking sometimes because it doesn't let me allow me to live, live in your present, current live life. In my present. Yeah. And that's, I think why you'll like this book because okay. it does, it does kind of show you like that. It's actually perfect for somebody who questions that like the what if in their lives. It's perfect because there were some lives where it was like, God damn, that would have been so fucking amazing. Look what this could have been. But then also you get to, it, it's, it actually, I think almost would kibosh that for you. Okay. Like it really, you know, I, I just thought it was so, because I think we all do that. We all go, God, what if I had, what if this, what if that? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm. <sighs> well, I have tried to prepare for the Oscars badly. Uh, badly, really haven't watched a lot of Oscar nominees. Yeah. That today, the day we're recording this, is the 
night of the Oscars or the day of the Oscars. Oh, I know. I had to try to get out of West Hollywood. Oh, icky. Everything gets fucking shut Which, down. Yeah. Which is weird because I'm like, what? They cut half the Oscars. So I'm, we're not watching it. My husband's like, we're boycotting. I'm oh. like, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I wouldn't be watching it except for that yeah. friends are having a thing. So I'm going to go over there. But I, I did watch uh, Nightmare Alley last night <gasps> is it good i actually really enjoyed it's it good. i, I, I really it. enjoyed it um very noir very you know guillermo del toro i i liked it a lot good. um and then last night i started watching our flag means death Ooh. <laughs> it's yeah. so funny <laughs> i i have been enjoying it if you just want kind of like mindless yeah just like kind of just funny silly but it's sweet brain it's got rest. heart yeah, yeah yeah it's a taika waititi joint so if you all of you taika heads out there if you'll you liked, enjoy it if you liked what we did in the shadows yeah. then you'll like you'll yeah like it's it. it's cute so yeah nice well awesome. hey if you got recommendations for stuff we should listen to or read if you have bad date stories if you want more information about the episode and our bad date stories and tainted loves, go to our one-stop shop of website. It's myworstdatepodcast.com. And we love you so much. Cheers. This is a Glass Box Media Podcast.